all of us, when we come into relationships, we come with already pre-laid experiences that affects us in the relationships that we're in currently. When it becomes a problem is when sometimes we're not aware of how our past has affected us and the ways it's harmed us. And we've learned to protect ourselves or to deal with the pain and the wounds from the past. And so that past, even though it's in the past, it keeps on impacting us and affecting us. And then we can feel trapped by it. It was the one that's the person who experienced it because then we're, we're at a loss for what do I do? Is this cycle that I'm stuck in, but I don't know how to stop it because it's like I've learned from experience in my past that this is what happens to me in these places. But then also for maybe a friend or a spouse or coworker, or whatever, you think like, well, this person that I'm trying to work with or relate to or be in a relationship or love, I know that they've been through this experience or they've had this pain. They've been disappointed, neglected, hurt, let down by others. But what do I do? I feel stuck as well. Like I can't go back and change the past for that person. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to say it twice on a mind. Welcome to the More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. Wow, yeah, James is like our relationships or our, our histories, rather said, is so layered and so many parts. So it's so tricky. Like you're saying, you get stuck, you know, if, if I'm the one having all the things in the different parts, that's hindering the progress of the relationship. It feels, you know, like you can get stuck or, or vice versa. You know, it's like you can't change the history. <laughs> you can change how your history impacts your presence, mm-hmm. right? Present. You can, pre- yeah, your present, current, current happenings. <laughs> but I like that your history so, can affect your presence, right? It can actually. You, yeah, I like that. That maybe that's a divine mistake, Nicole. Divine mistake. I did pray. Yeah, <laughs> that we'll have divine. So I want to play with that word a little bit. So <laughs> what we're talking about, even playing with today, is you know, no, you cannot go back and change your history. Or, in, or you just can't go back and change history, but mm-hmm. you can change how the history from your or your past affects the present. But I like that. How does it affect your presence? And what does that even mean? When you that, Why did that hit me? Is because maybe even for me, y'all have heard me talk on another episode where I talked about an experience for me with a family member where I just felt like they were super critical and judging. And it was hard for me because what I learned to deal with that was don't let people look over your shoulder. Don't let them kind mm-hmm. of like, I, I was always afraid of, you're going to judge me. Give an input. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I, I'm not going to have any way to come back against what you're going to say about me. And it really began to impact my confidence. And so I started trying to hide myself and pull myself away. So that way you couldn't hurt me. You couldn't reject me. You couldn't criticize me. Or even if you made a mistake in your process of doing something, it's not one where that they'll, easily correct right on the spot, you know, so you can figure out how do I journey through this thing. So, and I still even find myself even now, sometimes where it's when I feel like someone's criticizing me and I'm okay with it now, especially with friends and people that I trust. But even now I find myself still having that almost like gut wrenching kind of panic moment Uh of, Oh no, here we go. I'm about to be in that horrible place. 
And so that can affect. And so, and I shared on that previous episode that even with you and in, in our relationship, mm. here it is, you're wanting to bond with me in the present and enjoy like this new, like our, we're newly married and wanting to cook in the kitchen, but I keep trying to push you away mm-hmm. and like, have you go out in that moment. I didn't even remember that I had told you, I mean, I, I told you, but I wasn't thinking like, this is my past affecting me, but thankfully I had let you in on that and you caught it in that moment. And you were like, I'm not him. Right. right, I'm not that person that did that. Mm -hmm. And it hit me and I did probably didn't do it. But what I picture in me is like a part of me just felt like, you know how you get in the movies when someone's shocked by something and they like their eyes are wide open and they have that like deer in the headlight look and they push their back against the wall. And then that, I just (laughs) feel like I slumped down. Oh no, it's still there. Mm -hmm. I thought it was gone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't know that was still hanging around affecting me. Right. After all, so many years pass, right? And you've moved on, you get successful at things, you get more confident about Mm -hmm. different things and you can handle certain things. And it's like, but wait a minute, this small, still, I don't know, still voice, I guess, not in a positive way, that small critic or thing comes back up and it's like how how do I handle it because like you're saying it's not like you're riding around with it on your back it's just that something that that happens triggered it in that moment and you respond you respond to it right right yeah and so like even as we're saying this we're I'm thinking about people Mm-hmm. that are walking around, walking around with wounds in their souls mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do because it's like the wound, they've been wounded. As one of my friends said, it's kind of like they were out doing it and they were in a great battle and they got shot full of arrows mm-hmm. in this battle. And But they won the battle and they overcame. Okay. But the sad part about the story is they did get shot with the arrows. Uh, and what they did is they snapped the shaft off the arrow. Oh, okay. They couldn't, unfortunately, they couldn't pull the arrowheads out. The arrowheads are still stuck in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the problem is they've gone through life with those arrowheads. They survive. You adjust to them, right? You adjust, adjust exactly. To them being there. But every if, time it's yeah. kind of like thinking like every time something happens in life that bumps up against where that arrowhead is that no one can see, it still hurts. Absolutely. And we all have arrowheads. We all have arrowheads. Right. But we all have ways in which things from our history, though other people can't see them, our loved one might not see it. Church members don't right. see it. Our kids boss, don't see it. Kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And we and they begin they keep affecting our present and our presence mm-hmm. and the way that they can affect our present. Like the no, number one way you saw for me in that one was I started trying to protect. I would hide. I was hiding myself away. Right. To protect from a pain that I literally within, like I was, I predict that, when, that it will happen. Even not subconsciously, it's all right. I'm working to prevent it from ever happening. Mm-hmm. Even when I didn't realize at that time. That's a big job. Yeah. I'm working to prevent it from happening, even at the cost of creating distance from someone who has not hurt me that way. Ooh. Now that's where it really gets tricky. Mm. I'm putting all this energy in to prevent this pain, but it's a, it's rightful for me to protect myself there. It makes sense. So makes that's a valid. Yeah. It's like in light of what you experienced before James, yeah, I'm talking about myself third person. No, right? that's okay. Keep in going. light of how you, in light of what you experienced James and you felt defenseless against this criticism and this judgment mm. from someone who probably didn't even have your best interest at heart. It makes sense that you tried to protect yourself from that then. And it makes sense that you learned that lesson so well that mm-hmm. now you do it automatically, mm-hmm. even in places where 
it doesn't need to happen. That's but that's where it becomes mm-hmm. a hindrance, right? A hindrance. And a little bit like when I think about like, wow, that's how much did I maybe miss in a way living like that? And that's um, the part where I guess let me break it down. That's why I'm think I'm thinking about for people listening today mm-hmm. that maybe are missing out on. We just want you to maybe find those things. Maybe you need to take time in your own heart and in your own life and say, you know what? I've been through some things in life. I've had my own battles and experiences and hurts and pains. What are my arrowheads? Right. So so for mine, that was one. And I used I covered up. Another way that sometimes we deal with these arrowheads is maybe for someone who was neglected or abandoned in certain places. And so what they end up doing sometimes is they work really hard to protect and keep anyone from abandoning them to force them to stay there. So it could feel like a lot of pressure. It could feel like a lot of performance mm-hmm. demanding, like, don't you do this kind of thing? Cause it's like, but it, what it is, it's not like, even if the person is there, sometimes you can't even perceive like this person's with me because you have this real felt sense of knowing what abandonment is like. Mm-hmm. So when anything like abandonment or you even get the idea or the thought of they possibly could, it triggers this anxious reaction. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. I think a part of me was trying to put myself in the place of having the wound and or different instances, having the history. But, you know, history is just kind of happening, happening. Things are happening to you. But and you figure out how to nuance around them. But now it's like hindering an important relationship that you're in. Right. Like, how do I identify that that's what's happening does that make sense how do i identify maybe yeah, when my do, issue's being triggered in the present yeah like but maybe not even realizing that that's what it is you know yeah i think one that jumps out to me is it makes sense sometimes that let me back up now another answer hit me okay one i think we should do an inventory of our lives you know shout out to the celebrate recovery community they're good about everyone should do their inventory What do you mean by inventory? So on this one, what we're talking about particularly today is I think it's good for someone to just take one of those spiritual retreats or in your quiet time to do an inventory of your life in the sense of writing down some significant, all the significant events in your life, whether positive or negative from like, you know, and just start off with the basic things. about my, like my, who am I book? Remember that little red and white, some Um, just kind of questions of where you've been. Exactly. Yeah. Questions where you've been, things you've experienced, good, bad, or indifferent. So, you know, even go with what are some things you remember about your birth? What was your relationship like with your parents? What are, you know, people that were significant people in your life? How did you, how did they, what made you feel safe with the people that you were safe with? Okay. Did, have there ever been a time or, or you even just talk about your parents, like when you, when you had moments of pain or hurt and you needed comfort, whether emotionally or physically, who did you go to? Could you go to them? If, could you let them know that something was going on with you? And if you did let them know, how did they respond did, okay. to you? Mm-hmm. Also, and I want to say this sensitively, if you've maybe experienced abuse or trauma, that's something to take an inventory of. Okay. You know, that that's important to not, you know, and I get it to survive. Sometimes we've got to block things out. We need to remember those. Or maybe you had a parent or a loved one that was very ill. Yeah. Or maybe they struggled with addiction or depression. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've met so many people where it's like parts of that life just to be resilient and survive. has been blocked out of their memory, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. So one, so, so an being inventory. being able to take that inventory. Then okay. two, I think that's where the power of relationship is. Mm. That even what you recognize that day with me in the kitchen, someone that knows you, 
being able to maybe sit down with them and say, you know what, uh, hey, are there okay. ways in which you see me responding in the present that maybe it's how I respond is not exactly you know, conducive or not conducive. Helpful or... Or that doesn't match up. Mm, it's not congruent okay, maybe okay. Um, with my current experience. Okay. Because that's what you did for me that day in the kitchen. Like, why is James so defensive here? I haven't even, you didn't even judge anything. You didn't, I don't remember what you asked. You, you didn't. And so it's like, why is all this defensiveness? Why is all this fear mm-hmm. coming up? Mm-hmm. It doesn't match. So sometimes it's like, it may look like paying attention, part of an inventory perhaps may pay attention to when I may find myself becoming defensive about maybe something that, or wanting to protect something. Exactly. That's what I was going to say, Nicole, is even doing right now in your present moment, going to visit those issues where sometimes you keep having conflict with people. You know, we could easily judge and say it's them. And there is some part where it is associated with them, mm-hmm. um, you know, conditioned to them. But it's being able to say, OK, why do I keep responding to these particular types? So for me, it was these kind of like dominant, authoritative, matter of fact type guys were triggering for me mm-hmm. because they represent this person I had the issue with. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's sometimes like certain tones that people take. Why does that carry so much power for me? Why does that move me so much when I because hear it's some, reminding you mm-hmm. of those times? Yeah. Those are just okay. a couple that jump right off my head, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, so, and I'll say this and I don't always make a plug for this, but I will say sometimes it's like, I don't know that this, these triggers just keep happening. I can't make sense of it. That's where a good skilled therapist who knows how to work with people within their stories and get into that experiential component can be helpful as well. That's good. So just basically, I always use the word aware of be, becoming more aware Definitely. of your sense of self I'm and sorry. some things that trigger you. I'm or, leaving an obvious one and I need to say it because it won't be, but I think it's like divine insight, prayer, mm-hmm. really like God search my heart and know me, find these things that are in me. And maybe it's not wickedness I've done, but maybe it's wickedness I've experienced from other people that right. I don't recognize. It's still affecting me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's an important one. Okay. Wow. Okay. So just being able to take those inventory and then placing yourself in relationships and mm-hmm. paying attention to whenever some things are being bumped upon that you feel either, either like defensive or a way like let me protect or make, mm-hmm. maybe I'll move away from these type of things, situations or persons. So then it's like, wait a minute, why, why am I doing that? Why am I responding in that way? So that can help cue us into perhaps there's something there that I need to pay attention to in order to... Um, not let my history hijack my present and my presence, right? You know, really good summary, Nicola. Can I move to another part though too? Yeah. So we've been talking about the person who maybe had the experience, that history that's affecting the present. But then you say, well, I'm that spouse or I'm that significant other or friend. Because I am that spouse. What do I do when it seems like, hey, my partner went through this, but I feel like it's so like affecting us now is hindering my experience in this relationship. What am I supposed to do? I can't go back and change what their mom did or what their dad did or the uncle or the friend that disappointed them. What do I do with that? Mm-hmm. And so you're right. You can't go back and change history and that could feel like a hopeless task, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Nicole was joking. Like, should we call this episode back to the future? You don't have a DeLorean to hop in to go back to the future and change Correct. Events. some situations. Yeah. Right. But I do believe it's like, but you do have the power given to you by God in a way by connection that you can change how that history 
is impacting their present Mm -hmm. in one, like how you did for me, even the tone you took that day, it was one of seriousness, but compassion. Yeah. And you were speaking truth and life into me and you helped bring it to my awareness in a place of safety. Now, is it perfectly gone? No, I still have it. Like sometimes when you say certain <laughs> things, you, even now when you're like, so what didn't, what time did Nora eat and what did she, <laughs> I failed and my daughter, you know, that kind of, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm comfortable. No, I'm getting better at saying, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like deep breath. Okay. Exhale. <laughs> yeah, so, but I, I think for that person, maybe you're with that person. It's, and so how do you, what do you do with that? One, it's like, a little bit. This is where you have to be selfless. If you go at it only from what you want and what you need, then that's going to miss the person. Mm-hmm. You need to honor that. That matters. That you have needs and want. Because what right? you use, what, what mm-hmm. that person is, is like, I feel like I'm losing you. Like I'm not connected to you. And whenever that thing from your past gets triggered, like I lose you, whether it's affecting you in your sexual relationship, mm-hmm. whether that's affecting you because maybe you want to talk to your wife about something. But then when she hears a certain tone from you, she gets scared and she just emotionally shuts down and withdraws. And then you mm-hmm. feel that husband feels that abandonment. Right. Or, you know, for that wife. that bring, or anything. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so it's being able to say, wait, I know I want connection with you. And I honor that. But then it's like, I want to come into your world because I see something happening and I care for you. Mm-hmm. I want to make space. Do you want to share about that? It's almost inviting them to say, I see, I see that there's something happening here and you're scared or this is, you know, I keep seeing this pattern and I just want to know how can I be with you? Right. I like that. I think one of the things that I've learned to do is like, I want to say still my heart in a way of, I don't have to go fast or hard after you, you know, I can recognize that there's something there. I'm thinking specifically about that same scenario in in the kitchen when you were fixing, you know, it's like, okay, I can speed up or I can become defensive, you know, and get like maybe argumentative. Right. But in, in that it's like, I can become more prayerful it's not like it's wrong. Again, you're petitioning for your um, relationship if you are getting frustrated or flustered or whatever. But I think what's helped me help us in that moment, in those moments, is like trying to slow down a little bit and just being prayerful about it. Like, okay, how do I use my words and how do I get to the end? The end of it is I want us to be connected and you not to feel stuck or every time when I come watch over your shoulder, it's just that you're. Oh, I'm not here to critique or anything like that, yeah. but wanting to I like show that. Can up. We, I like, I want to go back to that to give like maybe the practical example of again, okay. of what you did even in that. So let me give an example of what you could do that, that would have just set me off in that place. If you would have come in like, Hey, what's wrong with you, James? I'm just trying to be with you. And here you are shutting me out. And that would have just win this again, you know, okay. whatever that would have mm-hmm. just triggered me. See, look at you. You're once again telling me how bad I am, how much I fail, and it's all my fault. That's just, that's already what I was like, like I'm already mm-hmm. on guard for. Or I and, think- and all, under it all, making sure I, I want people to hear like, and that's not in no way what you were trying to do, Mm-mm. but how you still did it. Because what triggered you in that place was you did, you were feeling a little bit of being closed out, rejected, and you like, hey, I'm making this protest. I want to spend this time with you. Stop pushing me away. Right. That's really what, you know, in a way it's like, that's the inner feeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you'd still accomplish that by saying, wait, I see that something got triggered for you right. here. But mm-hmm. I want you to know in a way it's like really underneath your message. What I took in, at least in that place is you can be safe with me. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm not against you. 
you can be safe with me. Mm-hmm. And that's what shifted me and allowed me like, whoa. And, and I think that even in other circumstances, you know, within our relationship, it's just that's the thing I feel like has helped us bond faster over an issue of offense or where our history come up in. It's just being able to to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I lost my thought in exactly where I was going to go with that. But just being able to, I think, slow down and, and connect oh, and make a point of what is my end here and how can I approach it to make us draw nearer together versus mm-hmm. trying trying to use words that's going to push us apart. I I chuckled because I feel like I do this better with the big stuff that makes a big difference. (laughs) Maybe the everyday thing or Nora's bottle. (laughs) Maybe it's a little bit different, but But you're right, Nicole. You said, so when you keep saying slow it down, I want to validate what you're saying. That's powerful and just highlight it because these things do happen when we've learned to experience. It's just like walking outside. We probably said this example before. If you're walking on the trail here in Northwest Arkansas and you see some long squiggly thing, you're going to jump. You're not going to even really have to think about it, especially if you've seen a snake or encountered snakes on the trail in your past when you've walked on the trail. Or maybe you've been reading reports and you saw it, see about copperheads being born this time of year. Uh, right when you see that squiggle on you're not gonna have to really think about it much you're just gonna jump and so it happens so fast Mm. when we've experienced pain and hurt in our past we learn to protect ourselves from it and we do it so quickly Mm -hmm. and without thought right we do it so yeah thank you for saying like that slow it down even for the other partner because when your partner gets triggered guess what usually what i see happen for couples is when the other partner gets triggered the way they work move to protect themselves or get away from that pain or deal with the pain usually plays into the other partner's vulnerability mm-hmm. in ways in which they've been hurt uh-huh or they've experienced or it touches on because we all experience a host of hurts right and, and we so come in with finds, our own history yeah, it yeah. finds a place of hurt so if it's mine like in our even example, yeah, me pulling away plays into a place for you. It's the, like the rejection re- element. That's and right. I totally could have been like, okay, I'm going to bad right now. Or he doesn't want me around. Yep. <laughs> you so know? me pulling away to protect myself in no way trying to reject you could have so easily touched into, wow, we just got married. Here's this guy I've committed my life to. And he doesn't even want to be around me. Forget this pain. You know, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was good. Thank God I had to take time to find the button and hit to cue the music. (laughs) (laughs) My special friend. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I think um, I'm probably stealing from what you just shared. But again, I know I always do that to you, don't I, Nicole? That's why I like to go first. You want to go first? Uh, I don't know. My brain. (laughs) Slowing down. Yes. My, really my slowing, down, slowing down, I think. And then uh, even what you kept saying today, you, you highlighted from what we shared, is be willing sometimes just to sit down and take an inventory of your life. You know, what things have you experienced? Particularly when you recognize you keep finding yourself in the same pattern with your spouse over and over again, is what's going on here? That means, I wonder if this means, is this an arrowhead in my life, a place of pain where I can't see the shaft, but there's a wound there? So slowing down and taking an inventory. Mm-hmm. That's good. And James, thank you for being my special friend. Like, I don't want to take light of what I just joked about. So let me, um, yeah, I appreciate you. And you as well, honey. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. We hope once again that you've been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and with others in a more excellent way. 
We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.